Welcome to the Blue Jeans Christian Weekly Podcast, where we will take your faith and the powerful Word of God and make them as practical and relevant to your job, home, and hobbies as your favorite pair of blue jeans are on a Saturday. Do you have an inner peace during these trying times? How about when temptations or troubles come? The Bible says you can have a peace that passes understanding, and it's tied to what is tied to your feet. Welcome, everybody, to the Blue Jeans Christian Weekly Podcast, where we're going through a series on how to be strong in the Lord during these wacky, haywire, trying times. (laughs) This is episode 80 in this podcast, and it's episode 5 in our series on how to be strong. So if you are following the series, then you're probably looking forward to this one. If you're just now joining us for the first time, you might want to go back to, oh, about four weeks ago where we started this series and listen to those episodes and get up to speed. (laughs) We're working our way through Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 18. And today's episode, we're going to zero in on verse 15, which says, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So it starts out with the word having which means this is something you already have or have been given. It's in your closet. You just have to put them on, and it should be a no-brainer to put these on. It's like putting on your shoes before you leave the house each day. See, Roman soldiers wore boots or hard leather sandals that were laced up past their ankles. This ensured their feet did not slip inside the footwear. So they were, you know, laced up nice and tight. And our solid foundation is built on the gospel of peace. And all of our endeavors are under the perspective and support of God's peace. In fact, he wants us to have peace. In John fourteen twenty seven, Jesus said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. So during these trying times, is your heart troubled? Does what's in the news worry you and make you afraid? It shouldn't. Why are you letting it do that when you have Jesus in your heart? And remember, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He says he will leave you his peace, which is different than the world's peace. Where is the world's peace found? Well, I don't know. You can probably answer that. More money, more things. Maybe the right political candidate is who will give you peace. All those things that the world says gives you peace really doesn't. It don't. But Jesus does. And that is a peace that passes understanding. When you have the peace of Jesus, all the other things are just simply garnishment on the plate or dessert. Why are you focusing on the dessert only? Jesus is the meat and potatoes of our life. In fact, Jesus even used food and drink to describe himself. Remember, he's the bread of life. And if you drink of his water, you will never thirst. Those are kind of metaphors for he will meet your basic needs and is what sustains life. Yeah, there are other things to make it better. In fact, remember, he even turned water into wine. 
How did that make that party go? <laughs> a whole lot better, huh? <laughs> no, what Jesus is talking about is it's about your perspective and what's important to you. And that's what this series is about. We're covering seven specific things mentioned in this Ephesians 6 passage that give us strength, that make us strong, so that we can get through troubles, temptations, and even the trying times we're living in now. It'll just make us strong. Yeah, we still have to go through them, but isn't it wonderful to have strength to go through it? And as this episode is about, it's wonderful to have a peace about us as we go through these things. And that peace is priceless. So back to our metaphor the Apostle Paul uses about putting on really good shoes that gives you peace. What does what all this mean? Well, let's just do a little bit of history research there. Um, some historians credit the footwear of the Roman soldiers as one of the greatest reasons why the Roman army was so victorious over its enemies. The Roman soldier was equipped with footwear that had spikes on the soles, which allowed them to maintain their stance on soft or wet terrain, which would otherwise cause other warriors to slip, you know, because they're wearing sandals. <laughs> What are they talking about here? Cleats. Cleats. Roman soldiers wore cleats. And Paul is insinuating here that having the peace of Jesus is like having cleats. You still have to go through the battle, but you've got good, solid footing and have a much greater chance of winning those battles or getting through the troubled times or temptations. He says, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. The preparation means these cleats were given to you, but you must lace them up. You have to prepare for the trials ahead of time. And since Jesus is peace, we do so by studying him, reading his word, reading about him, like reading the, the four gospels and learning about Jesus. And if that's too much for you, then just zero in on the book of Mark, because Mark is wonderful. It's rapid fire, quick little stories about Jesus. Read those and study him and see how he interacted with people, how he was strong when he was faced with troubles or trials or people who hated him or had differing opinions than he does. <laughs> and they're trying to beat him over the head with their opinions. Hmm. Sound familiar today? The solid, firm footing due to good shoes is vital to maintain an effective stance. What's your stance on things? You know, if you're around the water cooler at work, if you still do that, and someone's talking about something in the news, and they turn to you and say, what's your stance on that? Do you have one? And is it based on biblical foundation? Do you have a piece about you? When you tell them your stance on things, can they sense that you're at peace, even though things are going haywire around us? <laughs> or things seem to be going haywire in your life, or things that are happening to you? It should be. See, our foundational beliefs must be gripped by the gospel of peace, just like good shoes have good grip. And those good shoes make for solid footing. 
Peace doesn't come from things. Real lasting peace comes from Jesus. He is where your solid footing is. And I know that's kind of hard to grasp, but by the end of this session, maybe you'll grasp it a little bit more. And certainly by the end of this series. So hang in there. Make sure you listen to all of these. Okay? And remember, you have a voice-activated communication device that communicates directly with your commander, Jesus, who is sitting at the right hand of God, talking on your behalf to God our Father. That is really cool. That's called prayer. Read the book of Mark. A little bit at a time is fine. And then pray. In fact, are you following my 2020 rule? If you want to have good 2020 vision on what's going on and how to handle things, spend 20 minutes praying and 20 minutes reading God's Word each day. Each day. You can do that. You can carve out 40 minutes out of your day to gain strength, to gain an abundant life as Jesus promised in John 10.10, and to gain a peace that passes understanding as Jesus also promised in John 14.27. Why wouldn't you want those? All it takes is 20 minutes in prayer and 20 minutes reading his word. And then the Holy Spirit can take over from there. Listen to this last episode last week to learn a little bit more about how the Holy Spirit helps you to do all of that. Proverbs 19.2 says that if you don't have sure footing on the gospel, you will sin. And Isaiah 52.7 says, How beautiful are the feet of the person who brings good news of the gospel of peace. Do you want beautiful feet? (laughs) You can when you have them shod with the gospel of peace. Ooh, did you hear that light bulb go off right there? (laughs) When you say the gospel of peace, bing, the light goes on. Ooh, I want that. Yes, yes, I get it. (laughs) So our commander Jesus has given us the responsibility to put on the gospel of peace like shoes laced up securely before the battle. Not sloppily, so you don't slip. In other words, don't wear flip-flops and don't be a (laughs) flip-flop. Okay. So at this point, hopefully you're asking, what is the gospel of peace then? (laughs) If this is so cool and we're supposed to have it, what is it? Well, it is the good news of salvation and that through Christ... We are at peace with God and have God's support. Okay? Through Christ, we are at peace with God and have God's support. We also have Jesus as our advocate and intercessor sitting at the right hand of God. He is at God's side and he is on your side. He wants what's best for you. And he pleads with God the Father to do what's best for you. And that gives us confidence, it gives us strength, and it gives us a firm stance. There are a lot of Bible passages that talk about that. I'm going to list them here so that you can maybe read them during your 20 minutes that that you're reading. So you can come back to this place in the podcast 
which is about 12 minutes in, and play them. Again, looking up each one. 1 Timothy 2.5 1 John 2.1 1 John 1.9 Hebrews 7.24 and 25 Romans 5.6-10 Romans 8.31 and Romans 8.34-39 Now, because I know most of you might not go back and read those, <laughs> I'm going to read you just a couple. Let's do the ones from 1 John. 1 John 2, 1, and you can tell right away that John, when he writes this, he's fairly old by now, and pretty much everyone is like children to him. But he uses the term, my little children, as a term of endearment. He loves Christians. So he is speaking to you in a loving, caring, and compassionate way, where he says, My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And then he says in 1 John 1, 9, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. One of the little things that I like about that passage is where it says, but if anyone sins. See, when we become true Christians, repent of our sins and ask Jesus to pay the penalty on the cross for our sins on our behalf, we're not made perfect then. We still can sin. Oh, we have a whole new hatred for sin. We don't want to. We get real upset with ourselves when we do. But we're also very thankful to Jesus for paying the price of those sins, even the ones that we did today and the ones we might do tomorrow. So we are forgiven for those sins. But when we do, we have an advocate sitting right next to Father God, (laughs) right there next to him saying, yeah, I know he or she messed up. But remember, I paid the price for that. So they're still righteous in your eyes, remember? That's really cool. And it gives us strength, too, knowing that we don't have to live in fear of losing our salvation or or fear that if we do mess up, Jesus isn't going to come and get us, take us to heaven anymore. We don't have to worry about that. That gives us strength, too, doesn't it? Back to the passage we're talking about, verse 15 in Ephesians 6 having shod your feet with a preparation of the gospel of peace. I like how it ends with peace. It's like it builds up, and the goal is peace. That's kind of cool. And peace is good news, especially to those who are combative, right? (laughs) The world needs peace, especially if you mention something biblical on, I don't know, Facebook or around the water cooler at work. And boy, the boxing gloves come on real quick, don't they? Those people need peace. Hopefully you have it. And you can just smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. (laughs) See, peace makes us strong because it is good news. It's what people are longing for. And we have it. And it's found in Jesus. Why do I say that? Well, how about a couple of examples? Here's one from the last part of Mark chapter 4. 
On the same day when evening had come, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross over to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along as he was in the little boat. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was asleep in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? You know, the boat's sinking, we're drowning. Look at how high these winds are, look how strong the wind is. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they were astonished, and they said, Who is this? Who can this be, that even the wind and the sea obey him? The thing that jumps out at me is when there was the big storm going on, what did Jesus do to calm the storm? He said, Peace. Peace. He can say that to your storms too. Peace. Notice those guys didn't drown. <laughs> they, they made it to the other side. You will make it to the other side too. Yeah, it might be tough. It might be a lot of hard rowing and you might take on some water. But you'll make it to the other side because you have the person with you who can calm the storm. And that person is Jesus Christ. How about another example? How about something from your own life? Has there been something in your life that was very troublesome, very scary, very much like a storm, and the waves are coming over the side of the boat, and you're starting to sink, and you prayed, and you were delivered out of that? You got through it. You have anything like that in your past? I'm sure you do. I hope you do. And Psalm 37.3 says to feed on his faithfulness. Remember those times. He is faithful and just to do that again. He will do it again because God is the same yesterday as he is today, as he will be tomorrow. So how he got you through the times in the past, he will get you through this one and the next one too. Yeah, you may get some water on you. <laughs> it may not be very much fun, but you'll get through it. You'll get through it. That is the gospel of peace. That peace that passes understanding. And we should have this even keel peace about us, this underlying peace, so that our life doesn't have ups and downs and ups and downs. It's not much fun to ride a roller coaster that you're thinking is going to crash at any moment. But it is a lot of fun if you're riding the roller coaster knowing that it's going to end and I'm going to be able to get off and I'm going to be able to go find that snow cone and sit down and talk about the ride. <laughs> talk about the ride. And how knowing that the ride is going to end and I'm going to be okay made me stronger than if I thought it was going to crash at any moment. And that's one of the things that makes us have peace, is knowing that our future 
as true Christians, has already been written. It's cast in stone, so to say. We win, we get to spend eternity with heaven, and we get to sit down and have a snow cone and talk about the ride that we just went through in this life. So can you just do your best to enjoy the ride then, please? That peace is something that I want all of you to have. I went through a lot of years without it. Even though I was a true Christian, (laughs) there were a lot of years I went through without the peace. And I feel bad about that because I didn't really look to Jesus or trust him. I thought I had to do stuff. I had to do more and more to get through the things. But God got me through them all. And I'm sure he'll get you through them too. If you look to Jesus... He's the one that calms the storm. Calms the storm. In our next episode, we're going to continue our discussion on how to be strong in the Lord by looking at another piece of armor. And please remember, you can connect with me through my website, bluejeanschristian.com. You'll also see some YouTube video links where I deliver this as a sermon series at Mountain View Bible Church in Laverkin, Utah, which is where we're staying for the winter. So until next time, folks, go be strong and be at peace and make sure folks can see the peace in you. All right. See you later. Later.